Give me a check. Check. Three, four, five. 20 minus 10 is 10. No, just talk. B O O. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Tell me about your day. All right. So I've taken three shits today. Have you? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a rough day with food yesterday. There's a lot of different types. I think my body was confused as to what to do with all of it. Yeah. So it was just like, no, let's just get it out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me let me talk to myself. Let me talk to myself. I don't know why I said it like that. Okay, I think that's I think that's pretty good. Okay. You know I'm gonna keep in the um the, what is it? the shit is... bit. What? I'm gonna keep in the shit bit. No, I can't I don't wanna we did shit last time. <laughs> we do shit every time. <laughs> I don't want to I don't wanna focus on that. No? <laughs> No, shit bit. It's like it's fit, fit bit, bit for, your, for your anus. For your anus. <laughs> tracks all your shits. <laughs> like instead of tracking your sleep, tracking your shits. Yeah. How much weight each one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to keep the shit bit in now because because now the shit bit is the good funny. idea. I mean, it's always funny. Now this is more for like legal reasons, <clears throat> so that nobody else takes our idea. We have this. Yeah. In stone. Wait, your bell. Oh. Hey, babe. Hi, baby. How are you? Good. We just sat down to start recording a podcast. Can I call you back? Okay, I love you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Don't cut the, hey, baby, from Sarah. Yeah, I might. <laughs> I might, though. I don't know. I think it's funny, like, you're always very like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then when you talk to Sarah, you just, it's like this very sweet person that you suddenly become. Yeah. Do you think I'm full of shit after hearing like how I talk to my fiance? I think you're just embarrassed to be who you are. Which is, we need to let. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what is, what, what am I really like? Am I really more of like a soft, sweet, like yeah. uh, guy? And then I try to put on a cool. Let him front? out. Yeah. O- open, free yourself from the jail cell that you've that you've created yeah <laughs> all right uh back by popular demand to yft we have derek paith uh, on the show <sighs> people that's lots of fans tens of people are excited to see you back two dogs are certainly excited this is the first podcast i've done with somebody in the same room mm. in over a year and a half. We are still socially distanced, though, technically. Yes, we are, you are. about six feet away from me. six feet other. away from me. My favorite thing is this studio. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy you're here. Uh, you came in because... Uh, ben Zorn. Yeah. Feller. Feller? Feller. Feller bachelor man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got married last weekend. and uh, Dog guy. The dog guy. Yeah. 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 And I, by the way, met Zeus. Did he you? He was there. Yeah. Very similar to like how Carl just like dopely walks around yeah. and just checks people out. Like just a larger version of that, which is kind of hard to imagine. But yeah. Beautiful wedding in Napa. And then was like, all right, well, I'm on the West Coast. So let's see if Wells will let me pop down. Yeah. Sarah's in Toronto. So like, yeah, come on down here. We'll do, we'll be like bosom buddies. That's a reference no one gets. I didn't get that. That's the show that Tom Hanks started his career on. No way. Yeah. Bosom buddies. And he, wow. him and his roommate dressed up as women a lot mm. i don't even remember why but they did they were very <laughs> ahead of their time that's not what i would yeah i don't envision his career beginning with as a like, cross-dresser that's cross-dressing yeah. yeah hold on i want to look that the way you spell bosom is weird it almost looks like bosom here it is bosom buddies two young single ad men must disguise themselves as women to live in one apartment they can't afford Bosom buddies. <laughs> this is, this sounds like the wildest pitch that someone yeah. went in and made. I think it was like an all w- women's apartment or something, and they like wanted, oh. I think it was something like that. But I like, thought they were like pretending to be the same woman. No, 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 no. Okay. They, they, two different women. One's Tom Hanks is brunette, and the other guy's blonde. Gotcha. And I've talked about this before, like Three's Company. Do you know the premise of Three's Company? I forget. I I'd used to. Yeah, and it's like one of those things, that, like I think everyone forgets the premise of Three's Company, and that was a guy, Jack Tripper, played by John Ritter, R.I.P., lives with two women. Right. And in the 70s, that was like very much frowned upon for right, one right, guy right. to live with two women. And so Jack has to pretend to be gay oh. for Mr. Furley, the, the landlord, or whatever, yeah. to allow them... <laughs> To all live there together. Wow. But he's not gay. Yeah. 
So, and that's why it's like a lot of like, the whole thing is like uh, as misunderstandings. And yeah, the, I mean, Hollywood has been woke forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think is more famous of the Toms? Of the Toms. Tom Cruise. Mm. Tom Hanks. Tom Selleck. Tom... Mm. Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hardy. Mm. Tom Holland. By the way, I didn't realize this is like the Chris's. Yeah. Battle of the Chris's. There's a lot of Tom's. There's a lot of Tom's. I didn't realize. I think this comes down to more what you think about Tom Cruise's couch jump. Mm -hmm. Did, Did that like, did that set him where you're like, nah, I can't do Tom Cruise anymore? Or... Were you like, this guy is, is here to have some fun? Or or is this, you know, Scientology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, too hard much. Get, it's hard to get past the Scientology portion. I think those are like tied together, the couch thing and the science. Because he was like Absolutely. Really going through it. Yeah. Of all Tom's, who would you rather be? You know what? I think Tom Cruise has done more fun stuff. Yeah. So I think like, I, I, I'm so jealous of the actors that do all of the um, Their own like stunts? action movies. Yeah. yeah. That just seems like. By the way, way easier. I could never do like Tom Hanks does so much emotional. He's like could play any part ever. Yeah. I feel like at least Tom Cruise is like that would be much more exciting, I yeah. think. So you're going Tom Cruise. I'm you going just, Tom Cruise. Okay. I mean, I'm going Tom Hanks purely because like he's got a bunch of Oscars. Yeah. Well, that's like cuz that's like what I said. Yeah. He's way better actor. Sarah and I have had this conversation a lot. It's so much easier for a comedic actor to become serious than for a serious actor to become a comic or mm-hmm. a comedic actor. And Tom Hanks was a comedic yeah. actor. He oh, yeah. was a rom-com guy. Bosom Buddies was a sitcom that was a sitcom, is situational comedy. And then he was able to flip it. Whereas Tom Cruise, I don't know if he was ever really funny. No. But I will say this. His portrayal of the agent in Tropic Thunder oh. is one of my favorite things in the world. That movie is an underrated movie. Yeah, and like you could never get uh, away with that now. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, at least it's like a, that movie is a little bit self-aware. You it's, know what I mean? It's very self-aware. Like they were aware enough to point out that it's wrong that like Robert Downey Jr. was doing what he was doing in the movie. Yeah. So like, <laughs> if they wouldn't have pointed that out, it would have been so horrible. I'm amazed that Robert Downey Jr. agreed to do that. Me too. Like, what a really, really big... Dangerous move. That could Really have, big risk. Could have sunk everything. I went and saw that in the theater. Did you? And I'll never forget, we were... Do you, do you remember the beginning of that movie? Is it him it's, crying it's, with the blown the, up arm? It's the ads. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the booty juice. Booty juice was <laughs> one of them, Yeah. <laughs> And then there's like a Brokeback Mountain version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, with with everyone's favorite Spider-Man is uh, is a monk or a priest. I for, yeah, I forget what, what's what his it name? Was. What's his name? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, for some reason, he's just yeah. in the commercial. Exactly. So that was what that beginning isn't as good, like streaming it or renting or whatever, because you put it in, you know that it's starting. Yeah. But because you went straight from the we like my friend and I went to the actual theater. Yeah. And so it goes from the previews straight into. <laughs> what are essentially like prank previews yeah and on, on the third one he just there was maybe five people in the theater he just started laughing hysterically who did my friend that yeah. I was with his name is john um and and i was like what and he goes this is all fake yeah <laughs> and i hadn't realized it, uh, but, yeah, it real? but at the same time both of us i think were like what is going on are these this is really where, you know, things are going anyway. Yeah, and then Jack Black's one was that he was in, like, basically an Eddie Murphy movie where he played all the fat characters. Oh, that's right, yeah. You know? What was that movie that Eddie Murphy did? Um, was it The Clumps? That was the follow-up. Yeah. You're right. Those ads are really booty juice. <laughs> that's the most memorable one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Man, it's I don't almost know. as good as shit bits. <laughs> By the way, we haven't started the show yet. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. I, I screwed it up last time, so I'm just going to give it to you. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Derek. I think Brandy's in Chicago at Lollapalooza. And I was like, Derek's going to be here. We'll just knock it out. Yeah. You know, like I didn't even try to call her. Maybe I should. Um, or you, I mean, you could always just cut that little part yeah. and save this for whenever Brandy's out. That's true. We'll, we'll just keep 
make sure that this is just timeless. I know. I want to. Is that, yeah, this is going to be an Our friendship episode. is timeless. That's so. very true. Zales needs to make some sort of jewelry. And, and like the friendship collection. <laughs> Wait a minute. Timeless. So the first credit card I ever got was yeah. from a Zales. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It was K Jewelers. Same yeah. thing. Um, you were really going to rack up a lot of points I know, at the yeah. jewelry store? <laughs> no, I remember. <laughs> I was I was in high school, and I was like getting... Um, a girlfriend. A girlfriend yeah. ring, yeah. Oh, you know, this is 0% financing for 180 days. If yeah. You, if you, and not that I, I had saved up for this, but then I was like, oh, great. Like, this will be a great idea. <laughs> I'll... I'll do this. Well, of course, because I was a freaking high school kid. Like, I was over 18 at that point, so it wasn't that they were illegally yeah. asking me. Of course, 180 days later, I totally forgot to pay the first payment. Oh, I didn't course. know what I was doing. So <laughs> my, like, my credit was rock bottom at first moment because yeah. most people start at kind of like, well, we don't have credit history on you. And mine was like, well, the one credit card you did have, you just <laughs> totally didn't pay for three months. <laughs> You didn't pay for the love everlasting pendant? Exactly. And I think it was like $120. Yeah. It was the dumbest thing I, I ever did. Jane Seymour, when you keep your heart open, love always finds its way in. Uh, medicine woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jane Seymour's hot. She, but she was yeah. also in Wedding Crashers. Yeah, she's the, the crazy mom. Call me Kitty. Call yeah. me Kitty Cat. Are they built for speed or built for comfort? You motorboating son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. I'm so bad at movie quotes. <laughs> All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. We just went to um, the mall. We did. I ripped my pants this week. This is it's a thing that happens. Has it happened a lot to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ripped the taint area. <laughs> uh, I would say... Grundle. Yeah, to, to down to the leg. I have just really thick legs. You do. You're a I, thick boy. I always have, yeah. And I've also put on some thickness mm -hmm. in the pandemic. So yeah. I think there was extra friction happening. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 30 pounds extra of thickness. Wow. I showed you that chart this week. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> Tell the wife tears about that. <laughs> At the beginning of the pandemic, I had been like really doing a solid job yeah. of working out. And it's around the time. It was you were single. It starts. Yeah, it does start before yeah. the pandemic. You were um, a single man. Single man. I met uh, Saffron, who she doesn't care how in shape like a person that she's dating is. She should. So she was like... <laughs> She's hot enough for both of them, I guess. That's you got to keep up appearances. If you're gonna date a supermodel, you need to at least at least try. I think I've got. <laughs> I think I'm about at the time before the world opens up yeah. that I'm gonna be going to any events with her where yeah. they'll see me a side be side by side and be like, "Ooh, yeah, this guy, you know, she's really slumming it these days." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at 190. I had been really like working, and that's like to, for for me that was like pretty healthy yeah i'm at about like 60 year old heart attack yeah now, now. if i continue on this path yeah. so yeah within the course of once i met saf i instantly gained 30 pounds in like five months of time yeah well <laughs> happy as a pig and shit i guess i am but what was funny about the story was is that oh, yeah, his sorry. fitbit not his shit bit his <laughs> fitbit tracks his weight yeah he pulled up this graphic this graph on his phone, he goes, when do you think I met Saffron? 
and I put the lowest part of the y-axis or whatever. I was like right there, and he was like, "Yep," and it was just looks like the stock market's doing like <laughs> bitcoins fucking rise to fame. It just goes straight out, and that was really funny. So you got some work to do. Anyways, we went to go get jeans because you ripped them because you're a fatty. I did. Yeah, I've been struggling. Although, and don't forget, then they were like, "Well, what's this dip down?" Because I there was oh, a yeah. dip down, there was a dip and down. that was right before I asked Saf to marry me. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you tidied up. Requirements for that. were up. <laughs> <laughs> I took care of the short term, you know. Listen, I know I'm gonna take some pictures here, so better look a little bit respectable. Right, right. Oh, that's so funny. They just rub out all the time. It's just the thing that I have to do. <laughs> just rub it out. Oh yeah. no. But then it's not a easy thing for me to find jeans either. I think this is what's happened. I used to be able to go and get jeans and it was like jeans. Yeah. But then when the skinny jeans thing happened, yeah. they basically decided to start making as many options for men's jeans as like women's jeans have. Mm -hmm. And I know women's jeans, like you're a different size at every single yeah. store, every single brand. And that's now what it is so the tell for me is when i stick my foot in the jean mm -hmm. and if my calf can't even get into the knee part yeah it's a quick it's a quick try on it does yeah. not take me long yeah as you saw i was like i, I tried on like eight pairs of jeans yeah we went was, to macy's yeah. that didn't cut it no we went to express first we did yeah not not happening there then we went to macy's mm -hmm. nothing which, by the way, so in the Macy's store, this is what happens. So we're walking around, and <laughs> yeah. and Derek gets a couple pairs of pants, and he's like, where's the dressing room? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's over there. And then so like out loud, I say, Derek, do you want me to go in the dressing room with you and help you put on your pants? I looked at you and said, that sounds perfect. Yeah. And like right as this is happening. An older, what I assume to be a gay gentleman, mm -hmm. comes up to us and looks you Dead in the eye. He looked into my soul. Yeah, and it looked like he knew you. So I was like, oh, you know, he knows you. I thought it was someone realizing who, like, we were. Yeah. And that he was confirming by looking at my eyes yeah. since we were wearing masks. And I did not expect it to just be some random no. dude. And he goes, like, that sounds like some fun. Can I join? <laughs> yeah. What? And then neither of us knew what to say. <laughs> we were just silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just took like a couple steps away. And he kind of like turned and walked away. Yeah. I think he realized how uncomfortable we suddenly became. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is our little joke. And I was like, where did you come from? <laughs> he like jumped from behind a mannequin being like, hey, I'll come in there too. Oh, it was so funny and so awkward. Uh, anyway, so we went to Macy's, then we went to Bloomingdale's, mm -hmm. and then we went to Old Navy. We did go to Old Navy. What a jump between. I was going to try some stuff on in Bloomingdale's, and then the jeans were like $200. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's just too much, because I know I'm going to rub them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I didn't have this problem. <laughs> just the fact that like, your terminology for <laughs> fucking up jeans is I'm going to rub it out is what my favorite thing is thus far. So I couldn't justify it. Yeah. And also, Bloomingdale's, relax, guys. You're not that great. Okay? Yeah. You know? It's the same shit everywhere else. It's denim. Yeah. This is not like your denim is not special. No. Anyways, we were like kind of over it. We we're like, fuck it. Let's go get some Chipotle and be done. Then I saw Banana Republic. Mm -hmm. Should have known. They knew how to take care of the banana area. Yeah. Of the pants. That's right. They were perfect. Of course. And, and very on sale. And very on sale, yeah. And then we ran into uh, Matt Shively and Ashley Newborough, who they are together. And Matt actually has helped co-host this show once. Has he? Yeah. Nice. So there you go. Was his better than mine? No, but a lot of people did like it. A lot of people were pretty pumped about that. This was maybe two years ago. Well, he's a funny guy. Oh, so then we go to Chipotle. Oh, yeah. So what, here's what happened. We go to Chipotle and I'm like, I'm going to get a veggie bowl. The guy's like, okay. And so he starts, he's like, do you want brown rice or white rice? And I was like, oh, brown rice. And then I saw that, you know, they have like the tofu, like the fake meat now. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll have that. And then he goes, well, once you go with this fake meat, it's officially like we charge it like meat. It's not like a veggie. And then I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I'll just stick with veggie. And then we move on to the next thing, which is what type of meat do you want? <laughs> and he goes, what kind of meat do you want? And I go, yeah, no, still veggie. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> so the veggies. So yeah, still the veg. So the veg, the vegetables. And then veggies the, is short for vegetables. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he didn't. Anyways, and then you were like, I just feel like they don't fucking listen. Yeah. So I think that anyone who works at Chipotle, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> You're making it harder. Yeah. I'm not judging this. I think they're I, they're definitely taught this because every Chipotle I've ever been to, they do this. Mm-hmm. They'll ask you, okay, so what would you like? Yeah. And then what's your rice? Yeah. And then what's your beans? Yeah. And what's your meat? Right. Yeah. And this is usually while they're either getting the bowl ready. Yeah. Or getting the burrito ready. Yeah. They're asking all of this. And then it comes to make the rice decision. Yeah. And they go, I'm sorry, what, what was your rice again? Yeah. <laughs> and so as a customer... It is the dumbest thing to get frustrated about, but it, but it is a little bit like, dude, I just told you yeah. what rice I wanted. Yeah. And then it, it's like, okay, and what beans do you want and what meat do you want? I think it's like to maybe feel people like they're being helped. Let's just keep it simple, one thing at a time, because you're, you guys are working too hard. You're doing 17 things at once <laughs> to, to try and get the whole order up front and yeah. then memorize it yeah, for yeah. when every single person is ordering a different thing. It's just asking, it's expecting too much for yourself. Yeah. Just one question at a time. One one at a time. What's the healthier thing? Is black beans healthier than pinto? I don't know. I think they're just, I think beans are beans. I don't even know if they're good for you at all. And I I assume brown rice is better than white rice, but I'm not, I don't know. You know what the weird thing is? Some of that stuff is like, it's such marketing. Brown rice was supposed to be better for us because it wasn't bleached. Yeah. But then it turns out like at some places, I don't know if Chipotle is this way, but at some places they were just taking the bleached rice because it was cheaper yeah. and like making it brown. Oh, you're so, putting like brown food coloring in yeah, it? So, yeah. So like in the end, <laughs> it's not whole wild rice kind of like you're not getting wild rice. This yeah. is just brown rice. And a lot of times it's actually worse for you than if you would have just got yeah. white rice now. We went to a fancy, well, I don't know if it, I wouldn't say it was fancy, but it was very popular sushi restaurant it was called fumi sushi and it was in hollywood so we went there to go meet up with one of your buddies it's my all... buddy ross who funny stories yeah. about him is he broke his penis and wrote a wrote a book about it so. did he really yeah it's called broken banana yeah he's this isn't like some massive plug for him or anything. no now i want to know so oh, we his... didn't even talk to him about that we did didn't you? so yeah, his yeah. dick still broke no, it's it's. I met his wife. Now I feel baffled. It's his, his girlfriend. Um, girlfriend. But no, it, it's a temporary fix. Yeah, he had like like a cast. It's a whole thing. You he had a cast. In yeah, his you dick? wear it. You wear a cast. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because you can't like hit it, hit it on things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened? Do you understand like how it works? It's like would he like get himself aroused and then it would like it would have to go straight? In ba- the cast? I think basically, yeah. Yeah. Although it's so painful that I don't think your body is like, no, we're not, we're not doing this. Yeah. For a while. You should sometime talk to him about it. Next time I'm back. Yeah. I don't know. Is that an uncomfortable thing to ask someone? Yeah. Like I just met you. Hey, tell me about your dick. (laughs) Yeah. I think you need to go over. Hey, I heard you broke your cock. I think what you needed is like go over to his place and there's like eight bookshelves of like the books that were never sold. (laughs) It's like, you remember the movie, What About Bob? And uh, he's like walking around his office. There's a great new book out by, it's called Baby Steps. He is wrote the book. his book? Yeah, okay. he's got this fucking 45 of them. Gives them, That's exactly gives them to uh, Bill Murray. God, what a throwback. Baby Steps. That's a great Bill Murray movie. It's my favorite Bill Murray movie. That's a good one. And favorite Bill oh. Murray movie. Do you have a favorite Bill Murray movie? Because that's that's generally it's I, high on people's list. But that has to be my favorite. Over like I'm not, Caddyshack. I'm not a Caddyshack. I, like Caddyshack is good. I think there's almost too much forced jokes in that. He's also not the lead. No, no, Chevy's no, exactly. The lead. Chevy, Chevy Chase is the lead. Yeah. What about Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters is classic, but it's not the same kind of. I like that comedy versus like the straight comedies. Yeah, they're good in their own way, but yeah. What about Groundhog Day? Ooh, gosh, I haven't seen that in so long. Such a good movie. I don't think I, I don't, actually, I don't think I've seen that since I was a kid, and and I don't think I liked it when I was a kid. Rise and shine, sleepyhead. It's going to be another cold one here in Punxsutawney. Of course you would like that one, because you just, <laughs> you probably practiced, that's how you, that was your radio <laughs> yeah, tryout. I, <laughs> I loved Groundhog Day. Okay, hold on, there's a bunch more. Royal Tenenbaums. Ooh, Great movie. I don't even know if that's my favorite Wes Anderson film. Great movie, though. Great movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's his breakout. That's like his Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. You know? Scrooged? I don't remember that. No. I know that much a... more Bill Murray. What, Lost in Translation? Oh, I hate that movie. I hated it, too. Wow. Everyone always talks about yeah. that. I remember watching that 
that was in high school for me. Yeah. I remember watching it and getting done and being like, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it. That, that was like um, a bad Coen Brothers yeah. movie kind of. And I know that that's like a, an award-winning movie too. Oscar oh, I know. I know. What is your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Let's look them up. Big Lebowski's a Coen Brothers movie. Is that? I think that's got to be my favorite. That's a good one. What's the one Who with Brad have? Pitt? Burn After Reading? Yeah, that was a good one. You like that one? I like that one. Okay, so let's go through all of them because they do have an amazing series of fucking phenomenal movies. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, that's great. We're in a tight spot. Such a good movie. They love George Clooney, don't they? Love George Clooney. Who doesn't? Well, and John know. Turturro. Wait, why don't I know who that is? John Turturro is, he's the pederast in Big Lebowski. He's also, I'm very, very sneaky um, in Mr. Deeds. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay, there's that one. Hail Caesar, a lot of people liked. I was whatever. Yeah. Uh, no Country for Old Men. I am a huge Cormac McCarthy fan. Really? Yeah. And so when they made that, I was like, It was oh, an man. homage well, it's a it's it's a book by Cormac McCarthy that they turned into a movie. And oh, I didn't know it was an actual. Javier Bardem is so good in that, and then Josh Brolin, right, is great in that. And Tommy I, Lee Jones is good, and then obviously The Big Lebowski, True Grit. I really did like True Grit. What's that one about? Well, it's a remake of an old John Wayne movie. Yeah, um, yeah. but it, I don't I don't think I saw that one. It's got Jeff Bridges. As the John Wayne character and Matt Damon's really funny in it. Josh Brolin's good in it. I really loved Inside Lewin Davis. Did you watch that that one? Mm -mm. I'm oh, I'm just man. trying to think of Jeff Bridges as that's the same guy from like Tron and yeah and the and Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski right yeah. yeah. So all I can imagine is like, dude, you know what? I'm like, There's not enough room here for us, bro. Do you know what my favorite Jeff Bridges movie is? I think. What? Did you ever see White Squall as a kid? No. You didn't see White Squall. That was like a winter one, right? No. Oh. So White Squall was um, Jeff Bridges had a like a boat that they okay. sailed around, like I think like the Caribbean, but he taught young boys. Uh, it was like a schooling thing. And Got so like it. rich parents would like send their kids on this like summer to like learn and go to school and also like become men. It's a coming of age story. Got it. Got it. What was that Captain Jack? Wasn't that a comedy? No, I, you're thinking of Captain Ron. <laughs> Captain Ron. Yeah. Such a good movie, dude. That was Kurt Russell. That was Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the another boat movie that Kurt Russell's great in oh. is Overboard. Do you remember the movie I don't remember Overboard that one, no. with Goldie Hawn? No one fucking is going to know any of these movies because I'm so old. You are old, man. Dude, I just, I also have like a fucking rat trap of a memory for like old movies. You were more like on the art side early in your life too, I think. Like you knew that you were going to do something creative. So anything, radio, movie, music, you are like, you just know everything. You'll start asking me about anything in those in that world. Yeah. And I'm always like, God, and anybody else, I can have a normal <laughs> conversation. But you pull something out and I'm just like, I I am not worthy to be in this combo. No, it's only because my I, I'm the youngest of five. And so I had all these older siblings imparting all the things that they thought were cool to me. That makes sense. That's all it is. Oh, so we went to this like really fancy dinner the other night. Mm -hmm. It's called Ennaka, and it's like 13 courses and takes like three months to get a reservation and stuff. My brother took me there. He was like, uh, hi, this is Wells agents. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wells Adams agent. And they're like, um, who? <laughs> we had a, an interesting conversation last night about flying first class. Okay. And so I want to uh, ask this question to you. Okay. You are flying first class, mm -hmm. but you only get to fly first class there or back for a vacation. Uh. Do you choose first class there or first class back? Oh, wow. This is a tough question, yeah. actually. <laughs> Take your time. I think um, I think I'm going to go with there. Okay. I'm going to... I The thing is, I could have argued either way. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to argue this way. Okay. What was yours? So I... Did the same thing. Yeah. And then I heard the argument for the other and I was like, mm, yeah, you're oh, right. I'll, no. take it, I'll take it on the way back. My argument is I'm ready to go. I don't want to come and have like worse jet lag. I feel like the jet lag is 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 lessened by not being like scrunched into a ball. Yeah. And so that's why that's why I'm going to say on the way there because yeah. Yeah. I actually I also get hit by jet lag really weird. I did I started doing some weird stuff, dude. Like I wear compression socks and like compression pants. <laughs> You're like that old guy. Yeah, yeah. 
And I swear to God, swear to God. It helps? It helps, yeah. Really? It does. Anything that's over like three hours, I'll, I'll usually do that. But <laughs> over three hours, you're not really getting jet lag. It's like a, t- no, a time I, change of like one hour. That's why I'm saying over three hours. Like obviously like end to end across the U.S. If you're going anywhere internationally. I think you should. I think you should do that. Here's the argument for the other way, and I there's you no, have no room for my talking about wearing compression. No, pants. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just can yeah. Okay, it. let's move on. <laughs> I can picture it, and I'm concerned. It's not comfortable. It's not. <laughs> no, you don't rub those out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. They're Close safe. enough. So here's the argument for the other side. When you're going to vacation, you're pumped, you're excited, you're like jazzed up. You're probably with your significant other, your friends or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink on the plane. We're going to be talking in Chile, you know, and acceptable to be like in coach and like talking and whatever. Oh, true. And then when you're done, when you're coming back, I just want to fucking sleep and have an easy way back because I've been drinking and partying the entire time. Totally. So that was the argument for kind of get that because that's what I do when I'm like on a vacation. I'm all jazzed up. I'm your mm-hmm. you boys getting a Bloody Mary at 730 <laughs> in the morning. Right. <laughs> because the airports are a godless place where rules of society oh do God. not exist. Except for masks now. That's the only <laughs> the yeah. only thing they've ever. And they can't even really truly get that one hammered down. Especially because everyone's fucking drinking <laughs> True. Bloody Marys at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. So we have to take your mask off to do it. That makes me think of something else. Yeah. I've thought about this. You know how there's like general rules, time rules. Like you, you don't call somebody after 10. Yeah. Like PM. That's they, they should be. They should be like chilling, winding down. I think that was probably more of like a, when we had house phones thing, because mm-hmm. then it would ring. But For sure. But or like you don't play your music like that's when things need to get mm-hmm. get turned down. What is the rule in your opinion on windows up? At what time is that acceptable mm. on an airplane? The layer that I think people don't realize is some people are driving like an hour and a half to get to that airport, and so they're up at like four a.m. Yeah, they've been driving. They they need to sleep, and sometimes those flights are like seven thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are in different scenarios. I get one and look out the window. I, under- I understand it, but unless you're a child who's like <laughs> never experienced aviation before, it all looks the same. It's going to be a bunch of farmland in squares and sometimes circles. And that's kind of it. So I am a, you could have it up for takeoff and mm. landing. Because I like to watch us coming down. Yeah. Planes going down like the sea. <laughs> I'm going to die like the sea where I'm going out at. Everything else down if it is if it's really early in the morning people gotta sleep yeah i am with you i think way too many windows are open all the time i would rather there'd be no windows on an airplane yeah yeah, yeah. like i actually think that would be probably better for for everyone i like you i don't understand why people want to look out but i see there's like have you ever seen the passenger shaming page yeah i love that and and people people's thing on that is like well if you got the window seat it's yours to claim yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of don't agree with that. If you're an aisle guy, can you be like, hey, can you put that down? Right. You can. That's tough. That is. Would you, you know ever do it? I probably wouldn't. No. You know, I actually travel like with, with an eye mask. Uh-huh. I don't do the eye mask because that's like, I feel like I if I needed to instantly see somebody like karate chopping me, yeah. <laughs> I would at least <laughs> be able why? to open my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with a reason. If someone recognized me. They'd be like, wow, what a fucking Hollywood elite piece of crap. Thinks he's so good. John yeah, like, Krasinski. Who does he God. think he is? John I'm just Krasinski. trying to avoid John Krasinski getting hate. That's what it is. I mean, as you should. I think the very first time I was on the show, actually, is what it was. We talked about when that lady put her seat down before we were like meant to. Yeah. And that that one fires me up. Oh, That's, really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't bother me. Oh, yeah. I, it was the same thing. It was early in the morning. Yeah. And so I was like. I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, we're just going to start a chain domino of forcing everyone yeah. to illegally have their seats back. I mean, illegally. I'm a rule follower. I know. I am too. I never understood is the mechanical fortitude of the seat much stronger when it is up <laughs> than when it is back and it needs to be thus way when landing. You know what it is with transportation? <laughs> you have to plan for the dumbest thing. Yeah. And so, you know, somebody has done Something really stupid with the seat down. I think it has to do if you crash because you're supposed to put your head like between your knees. Bro, if you crash, you're I know. You're done. But I think that's what it is. You need to put your head between your knees. 
And if you got someone's got the seat back, like I can't find what I have to need. Oh, true, true, yeah. I think that's what it is. But I think it's so because you're right. Like crash, you're done. Everyone recline. Right. Go for it. This is a two percent. Enjoy your death. <laughs> yeah. They should honestly, you know what? The oxygen that they pass down that kind of makes you high. Yeah. Just pure oxygen. Well, like in Fight Club. Wow, you're in Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Fight Club, Brad Pitt's character talks about why they do the things they do on an airplane yeah and i don't know if it's true but the oxygen does calm you people down yeah. during a pure oxygen like yeah that, pure yeah. oxygen putting your head between your legs apparently when you crash that makes so your head goes into the seat in front of you and it snaps your neck immediately so there's no like pain and suffering no yeah you don't remember that clip or that i forgot about that part no so there you go mm -hmm. do you care about the olympics I've always loved watching the Olympics, but it's been hard. I don't. I just don't feel like the coverage is as good this year or something. I, don't I think know. it's a little too fragmented. Some of it's on Peacock, some of it's on the normal one and normal embassy, and some of it's on like the um, the golf channels mm. taking care of some of it. And it's, is it all over the place? Too many options. Yes, I think what they did wrong is they didn't commit to the streaming. We're all streaming now. Yeah. And they want people to stream. So they're putting a lot of stuff on like the Peacock app. And I think that they shouldn't have half-assed it. Because I think a lot of people don't know that that's where they should go. Like, I think that they've almost got too much on live cable. And they need to be like putting more there so that that's where you're going to see all of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what? It's like when uh, they got rid of the aux cable mm -hmm. and they were like, no, you need to buy Bluetooth yeah. headphones now. Yeah. Like I think that they needed to follow Apple. Dongle. <laughs> Is that what that's called? I've got a dongle right here. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Don't show me that. Yeah. Why, you want to rub one out? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Anyways, I just like the fact that like they had to create that thing because they did that with the phone. And then some guy was like, well, we got to name this thing. And he was like, dongle. <laughs> and people were like, you know what? Sure. Let's go with that. Why not dongle? Where did that come from? I don't know. But like in my mind, and it's like, what's funny is it's something that like hangs from the bottom of the phone yeah. and like kind of like waggles around. It's, and when I think of dong, I think of dick. A dongle is like, you know, like it's just like yeah. your iPhone's dick. They could have very easily have made it like dingle and it would have been the same, <laughs> but, but without like the sexual part. I still think but, dingle is sexual. I don't think so. Dingle dongle. My okay. ding dong. People call their wiener their ding dong. Yeah, but they also call a popsicle a ding dong. No, a ding dong is a chocolate dessert. Oh, that was like one of those hostess ones. Yeah. Okay. All right. You remember those? Dude, they those were, good were swirls. Wait, a... that makes me think of what we were talking about earlier too. What? Okay, so Food has changed so much. Yeah. When we were kids, our parents 100% just like stuffed us with sugar. Yeah. So much sugar. So much. Because the hostess treats. Now, have you gone back and ate any of those? No. They're so bad. I bet. They're not good at all. From the 80s and 90s? Not well, like they were manufactured then. Because well, like those things last forever. <laughs> they do, yeah. The only thing that's any good, and this is my Iowa State Fair things, is, yeah. uh, is deep fried Twinkies. Mm, and deep fried Oreos. Oh. And then we were talking earlier about the juices. Right off the bat, ones that people will remember is Squeeze-Its. Oh, yeah. Squeeze-It is just sugar water. <laughs> 100%. You know? And Capri Suns. Capri Suns, sugar water. Yeah. Sunny D, sugar water. Oh, my God. Sunny D is... I had one of those at a hotel. Yeah. Because they like still have those sometimes, the yeah. little ones. And I was craving orange juice, and I took a sip, and I was like, this is... This is not Not it. orange juice. Tang sugar water remember tang i do yeah i love tang do you know that that nasa created that really yeah because they need so much sugar because their bodies like need energy and oh space. really yeah yeah it's amazing that we are all diabetic from like the, the mid 90s well, we wonder why it's a problem yeah i know we got used to being i'm parched i need hydration here's a squeeze it yeah <laughs> i wanted to tell this story because that's kind of interesting so last night we went to this place called Ennaka, uh, has two Michelin stars. Mm. Do you, oh, two. Two Michelin, Michelin stars. Do you know what the Michelin star rating derives from? I mean, I know Michelin, I know it's the same company as Michelin tires. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That I, I, we judge. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. So we judge the best restaurants <laughs> in the world because a tire company tells us to. Yeah. So here's the history behind it. It's very, very interesting. You can only get three stars. Three stars is the most, oh, okay. right? So back in the day, they were trying to convince more people to drive more 
outside of their towns and stuff. Right. And so to do that, a tire company was like, we're going to make a guidebook for oh. people to get out and observe the, you know, they were building all these highways and interstates and stuff. And they wanted people to go and and see the world or see the country. Yeah. And they wanted them to drive a lot so they had to buy more fucking tires, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. So that how, is a long play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how the rating works, if you have one star, if you're driving through a city mm -hmm. and it has one star, you should stop and go to that restaurant. Okay. If you're driving through. If you're driving, if you're on a vacation, you're yeah. going to Yosemite right. and you're going through Lincoln, you should stop there and eat. Mm -hmm. That's uh, all I've ever been at is a one star. Yeah. Yeah. If it's got two stars and it's not on your way, but it's somewhat close, you should divert your trip to go to that uh. place to try it because it's that good. And if it's a three-star Michelin star restaurant, you should plan a trip just to go to that place. Got it. And that's how it came to be. Yeah. Which is crazy because like I've been to a, I think I've been to a three-star Michelin restaurant in France. I was going to say probably over in Europe. Yeah. I guess maybe Europeans also were driving around. So it makes sense. But in my mind, it's like such an American thing. Yeah. How many two-star Michelin star restaurants do you think are in LA? I'm going to, because I'm just going to pick a guess, I'm going to undershoot it and say yeah. like four. One. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But we were talking, I think we talked about this the other night, but I was talking about this last night because we were at a very luxurious dinner. And I listened to some interview with this guy that was talking about what, what luxury is to us. Mm. We, didn't we talk about this drunkenly the other night? We probably did. You remember? A little bit. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to tell it to you again, and then people will think it's interesting. <laughs> and he was talking about why we love luxury and what it is about luxury that we absolutely love and love to tell people about and stuff and he was talking about it and when it comes down to it luxury is time and time is the one thing that everyone wishes they could buy more of but they can't totally it's finite yeah but what luxury is it's something that took someone a lot of time to create as if you're buying their time for you you buy really nice Louboutin shoes that took fucking time to make a long yeah. time you know the hand stitching you buy a you know a really nice bottle of wine that took months and months and they do some weird stuff with the grapes or whatever it is mm -hmm. and so luxury all you're trying to do is try to buy someone else's time which is interesting and i think it's cool because it makes you think of like really luxurious things differently because i think we as americans are so used to just the cheap bullshit thrills well mcdonald's and like Walmart kind of ruined that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You know, I definitely go to Walmart and get get stuff. But yeah. Saf actually got me on this. She read this book, yeah. The Story of Stuff. Yeah. Great. Go. Great book. Nice. Love it. Go go read that book. Mm -hmm. It will scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Because it just it's that like overconsumption mindset. Yeah. And it talks exactly about the idea of that like you were talking about your boots. I remember in yeah. this conversation where you you've got how, when are they from? They're Justin boots from the seventies. They don't make them anymore keep on getting them resold and they're so old that every cobbler's like just get some new boots and i'm like no these boots are old and cool and like sentimental to me and, and they're, they're great well really well made yeah they're from the 70s i'm still fucking wearing today right so instead of having to buy a whole new boot yeah you just get the sole yeah. and that's like the overconsumption thing is like we constantly yeah are just buying way just replacing it yeah instead of you know like in, instead of uh just like maybe reupholstering a couch or yeah. like getting one thing no 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 we get the whole living yeah. room new every like four years or whatever yeah i know and then have you ever heard of that thing that i think it's like asian culture where when they break a bowl they don't go buy a new bowl they go oh. fix it and they use gold to fill the crack it's like an allegory for like what life is like right. like an appreciation for yeah. the broken yes. seams in us all yeah it's the idea of embracing flaws and imperfections and you can create even stronger more beautiful pieces of art with things that have been broken yeah one of my things i think i'm going to try to be doing is that exact thing that saf was talking about which is like less consumption fixing shit yes. instead of just buying new shit we kind of are with the car i know because like, so i talked about it last episode that i got this old mercedes you did. okay okay so people understand what we're talking about but Derek's gotten a ride in it. Do you think that this is a fool's errand or do you think it's kind of cool? 
I think this is going to be a journey. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be your car journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, it like when we were riding around, yeah. and there's some like little potholes yeah. uh, around LA. <laughs> and I was pro- we probably went around the, like the second or third one. And I was like, this suspension is going to need some love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that- then, you know, there's all sorts of little things. And um, I think because I know you and like you've worked on some things before. Yeah. I literally drove you to your uh, bike that was broken once in yeah. Nashville. I've been... Motorcycle. I, yeah, your motorcycle. I guess I was just calling it a bike. Yeah. Um, I've experienced like struggling in uh, in the Toyota before. Mm-hmm. So like, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be a love with some pain involved. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be bittersweet. I think, sure. <laughs> I think you can make it really cool though. I think so too. I think that the thing about it is I'm not doing it to sell it. Right. I think a lot of people have a hard time of understanding that aspect of it. It's like, why are you doing all this if you're not going to sell it? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to like, brings me joy and us just throwing it away or giving it or selling it for whatever, a couple thousand dollars. That's not, and for me, that's not solving the problem. Honestly, that to me is half hobby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And I think we like nobody has hobbies anymore. Thankfully, the pandemic has made some of us like have hobbies. We all work on a computer on spreadsheets yeah. and email that has that adds no value to anyone's life. Oh, yeah. And half of the time we're just annoyed that the formula won't work in Excel or that the person won't reply to your email on yeah. email. And like nobody does anything to make stuff. And it's like a version of, because you've seen it now, you could, you take your photos and then you're going to make it nicer and better. Yeah. And then like, I just don't think, any, we don't really do that anymore. Yeah. Unless like you're an artist, you know, where you take a blank canvas and make something out of it. But Oh, I have one more thing. I have a least favorite thing. We all need as a society to talk about group text messages <laughs> and when they are acceptable and when they are not. And also what the threshold for how many people can be in a group text message. There mm-hmm. needs to be a number. There needs to be a cutoff, okay? Because recently I was put into a group text message, okay? It was like 50 people, w- way too many people. And I don't know any of them, right? Who is making this? Someone who is in trouble, okay? <laughs> Off the bat, don't put me in that big of a group text message. Like even like seven people, I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. But here's the other thing. If you are going to do that, don't you fucking dare put someone in that group text message that isn't an iPhone user. Oh. Because then you have fucked up the algorithm and I can't leave this chat now. Right, exactly. I am, st- I, you have held me hostage. This I can never amazing. leave. Someone makes a funny comment or sends a funny GIF and then the next text message you get, Ryan thumbs up that message. Oh God, who's the fucking Android guy? This literally just happened with me while I've been staying yeah. here with a with a bachelor party yeah. chat. And they shifted it to WhatsApp. Yeah. Um, because one person Yeah, thank God. Had that, and they were like, oh, nobody can leave this. So yeah. they canceled it. They were thankfully they were smart about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite thing? My least favorite thing, and this has nothing to do with like the Simone Biles stuff even. Okay. But people need to chill yeah. on their dunking on Olympians. Okay. Yeah. People think seem to talk about them like they're like professional paid athletes. Yeah. Like NBA athletes, NFL athletes. Yeah. These people don't get paid anything. Yeah. Some of them work part time at Home Depot. Home right? Depot did a whole thing where yeah. they were like allowing them to work less hours because they were trying to support like Team USA. Yeah. They would pay them full because, but they were like, thank you for your sacrifice to make our country look good. But we've gone into this thing where like, we now just expect because they're an American for everyone to win gold. And like these people are doing the weirdest sports that we don't know anything about. I don't know anything about like swimming competitions. Mm -hmm. All I know is that it comes to the Olympics and like, there's mostly new people and a couple people I know from last time. Yeah. And these people have been busting their ass like 10 hours a day doing something that I will only do like once a week for yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> Case in point, my weight. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't done that. So says the graph for right. quite a while. <laughs> the graph proves this. <laughs> and I'm generally a fairly fit person still. <laughs> so like, let's chill on just expecting if it's not gold, like this is this has become too much like the disappointed parent yeah instead of the like go 
let's go go we're we're with you mm-hmm. we're behind you kind of thing okay that's my least favorite thing. my yeah. favorite thing is yeah. very small thing yeah. but i love the lights in you guys' bathrooms oh yeah cuz <laughs> so, they turn on by themselves my favorite thing yeah because this is such a weird thing that i <laughs> the second i walked into your bathroom i was like holy shit yeah and then it just all made sense so they're like wells and sarah have these like sensors mm-hmm. in your bathroom right by the way, this is not like some crazy expensive no, no, whatever. Like is, yeah. you just have you just need a sensor. Yeah. And it doesn't turn on like all of the no, lights. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It turns on the soft lights. Yeah. So especially when you're like an old man like yeah. me and you got to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you don't get like you don't have all or nothing. Yeah. You've got this nice soft light leading you in and you're like this is good for me we can have a relaxing experience in here i used to do a thing because i'd have to turn the light on to go pee i would only open one eye yeah exactly thinking that like that is going to solve the issue like (laughs) this side of my brain can be asleep but this one can be focusing in or you or you use like your cell phone but it's but it's like the bright blue led so not it yeah Yeah, so i'm gonna do this now because i'm renovating my houses i'm gonna put this in my house you should good do you want to go out on a song some musics let's do it i don't have anything new i've just been listening to audiobooks for like the last you know oh you've been doing red rising yeah that was your suggestion yeah Yeah. i think i just that's why after years long ago you like it i do there's a small enough cast of characters it happens in the future in the solar system so i already know where these places are you know i don't have to like look at something to understand it and I think it's, I'm on the third one. It's been great. All right. Red Rising. Red Rising book series. I'm going to play some fish. I feel like Brandy would always make fun of me if I did this, but, <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well. You're going to play some Dave Matthews too? We're going to smoke some Doja Men. We're going <laughs> to go and watch some jam bands and it'll be great. I do. I still love fish, man. All right. Thank you for being on the show again. Always good to be here. Love Glad you, to be your first in-person one. I know. I'm probably first for a while still. Yeah, I don't like this. I mean, you're here. Yeah. But like, that would involve like me inviting people over that like weren't staying here. Yeah. I'll just assume. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Glad to be here. But I don't know how. If I could, I would. But I don't know. <laughs> Shit bit. (laughs) We gotta get that trademark, dude. I was so dumb. (laughs) I I think we both at the same time were like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is good. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.